So Rick, you are the most frequently recurring guest on the podcast. Is it most frequently recurring or most frequently, I don't know, out of the mode of guests, you are the most frequently occurring. So <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to ask you, because we're in a funny time of year here, where some days it's in the 70s Fahrenheit and sometimes it dips down to the 20s something. And so as someone who goes cycling quite a lot, I'm curious to hear what the lowest temperature is that you will still say, I'm going to go cycling. Like I have a couple numbers in my head and I'm just curious what your initial, uh, what your number is. Well, the cycling and golfing number is actually quite different. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> golfing is like 45 to 50 uh-huh. and cycling is like 65 partially because, well, as I think, you know, I'm asthmatic. So if I go out any late or any colder than that below 60, I actually start to have issues breathing. And I, yeah, that's never fun when you're cycling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I only bike in, when it's like 60 and up because if not, it's, it's no fun. Plus when you're in spandex like that, it's so cold. <laughs> you know, my, my guess was on the way opposite side of this. My mental framework was, oh, it's going to be, your body's going to warm up as you're cycling here. You'll, you'll go for lower than I expect. And so my number that I had in my head is you're going to say like 40, like 40 degrees Fahrenheit. If it's 40.0, you'll do it. If it's 39.9, you won't. Mm-mm. And like a crazy number that like what's the coldest you've ever gone is like 27 uh yeah <laughs> actually yes <laughs> what actually yes i've done 27 um and that's what yeah i think i've done down to 26 and i realized this is not for me this hurts <laughs> my lungs so much because wow. the air well what you gotta think about is when you're pedaling the average cycler's pace is about 15 miles an hour when you're running at that pace that air is moving at 15 plus whatever the wind speed is if you're going into a headwind. Sure. So say you're going into a 15 mile an hour headwind, you're basically doing the equivalent of sticking your head out a car window at 30 miles an hour, and you're trying to breathe. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's 27 degrees. That air temperature has dropped. So the air starts to sting your lungs because your body's t- maintaining a nice level 97, 98 degrees. Now, all of a sudden, you're inhaling and pulling in 20-degree air. I, I'm pretending like I'm following these numbers, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sure, that sounds right. <laughs> well, your body's trying to heat it. It's not used to that. Uh-huh. It's It hurts because now your lungs are colder than the rest of your body. Uh-huh. And especially if you have any lung conditions, it then exacerbates them. So, like, especially with, uh, like, how my asthma is, it's exercise and cold-induced. If it gets down to 10 degrees, I have to be careful even going outside because I have to wear something to cover my face to make sure I can heat up the air before I breathe it in. But 26 is completely safe. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. I had an asthma attack when I stopped. Aww, aww. <laughs> I had to, yeah, I pushed myself like as my breathing was slowly getting cut off. Uh, at least you're daring like that. I'll give you 100% credit for that, though. Daring O-meter 100%. I would call that a call it stupid. Okay, well then, <laughs> call it what you will. <laughs> but when it comes to like golfing or um, even like uh, not jogging so much, but just going for a walk, it's a lot less not physically strenuous. Like uh, golfing is more mental than anything else. Like even going down to forty degrees, that's that's fine. That's easy. 
just mental because you have to put up with it like as long as you don't think about it's cold out here then you're fine is that what you mean partially but also it's the whole game is around is a mental game of trying to figure out where are you going to hit and in your swing how do you swing so if i'm going to swing i'm going to adjust the way my feet are positioned to try and get myself to go a certain way so say the hole is off to the left and i'm know that the way my swing goes is off to the right i have a what they call a cut and so i will position myself to go a little extra to the left so i'll move my legs so my body's pointing more towards the left so when it cuts like that it'll go closer to center how does this affect the wind thing like oh no there's no wind we're just on another topic now <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's more or less that the weather doesn't affect you as much. So like as you're doing that, it's more of standing still and then walking to the point where you want to go to. I feel like you wanted to go in another direction of this conversation. You grabbed me by the hand and led me over to where you wanted to go. <laughs> what just happened? Well, I'm standing next to my golf club, so I mean, why not? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so well, speaking of sports, that actually might be a good transition because I, I wanted to ask you. Sometimes what happens is I'll I'll hear a conversation about sports, and it'll happen that someone mentions, "Oh, and the team A scored against team B, and they weren't even at home, and so it was all the more glorious." Or e- even in some other sports like association football, then there um, there's like some sort of change in the way points are scored um, depending on whether or not a team is at home. And I just don't understand, like, if there's any arena in which points should be measured equally, isn't it sports where, like, down to the centimeter, they're measuring the the pitch and the whole field and, like, all these things? Isn't this the whole point is that it's equal whether you're at home or away? Why is it more glorious if it's away from home? Actually, golf kind of plays into this, too. It's like getting used to a course or, like, when you're riding a bike, getting used to a route. Like, for example, there's a couple people I know that are really good at going uphill, but going on a steady slope or a level ground, they don't do as well. So it's just like golf. Every course is different. It's the same with a lot of different sports like baseball, football. So the home field is set up a little bit differently. It might be um, like when I was cycling, there were spots where I'd know that there's a, a hole here. There's a tree here. There's this one little divot that's not quite visible. There's things like that in every set of landscape. Yeah, even in like uh, association arenas and that kind of thing, like it, it's all like manufactured grass or whatever. Like it's all like supposed to be completely, completely even. So why does it matter? Like I understand if it's like your little league baseball field versus their little league baseball field. That's at least a little bit more understandable with what you're saying. There's a, a little hole in the ground they haven't fixed yet over there. And like, the I don't know, the sand is grittier over there. Like I, I don't know. But, like, especially at the professional level, it should be more equal than anywhere, right? Not exactly. There's some points where there's still differences. No matter what happens, you're, the home team is used to that field. Not only that, but the crowd. So when you're at a home game, the chances are of it being more of the home team's fans. I'll use that word, even though sometimes it's their soccer moms cheering them on. Um, is <laughs> is a lot higher. There's going to be a lot more of them. So um, I'll use an example of uh, there was a basketball game I saw. It was 
here locally. And every time the home team scored, every fan would cheer. Hmm. Anytime the opposing team scored, it was dead silent. Hmm. Okay. So how demoralizing is that? You're you're starting to win me over on like why this is valuable for um the glory of the win, but especially in in sports where like it counts more if it's not at home, like actually counts more toward the score. Isn't that just unfair? No, because it's not tilted in their favor. When you're home, not only when you hear that cheer, you hear the people getting excited. It pumps you up. It gets you excited to keep going. Not only that, but also, again, knowing the field, being comfortable with the surroundings, knowing that this is where you are from, has a psychological effect. Where when you're comfortable, when you know your surroundings, when you can really, you feel at peace. It's a psychological thing. I hate saying it's a piece because you're still pumped up. Your adrenaline's still going. You're still in that mode. Um, there's still a psychological element to it. And it's just like with placebos where psych- psychology plays a huge effect. At least that's my opinion on it. I mean, I mean, I, I, there's a reason I'm asking you because, <laughs> because all my friends, you'll know. Um, <laughs> it, it just seems like this answer boils down to, Number one, the word that comes to my head is moralization. That doesn't sound right. Encouragement is the word I'll use. But number two, athletes aren't like you, Luke. Like, <laughs> where it's like, oh, I gained so much peace and encouragement and joy from the crowd and the people cheering my name. Like, uh, that doesn't hold any water for me. Like, I, I guess we're going back to why don't robots play these games? And then it's going to be completely fair. But maybe that's it. Like, just other people aren't like me, and they will get something special from the crowd and being at their home stadium or something. They could very well be. It just all depends on people. You know what to expect. It, it People are funny things. We all see things differently. I'm taking your word for it, man, because I'm hearing, like, lovey-dovey, hubby-wubby kind of words here, and that's fine. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's how humans work. But... It feels like this is a lot more um, emotional of an answer than I was expecting. I was expecting it's like, oh, well, it's because you have like an extra 10 yards on your opposing side when you're away from home or like something like that, like some crazy thing that I've just never noticed before. But no, it's it's people like feeling good and other people saying go you makes them feel good. Yeah. And the like the home games are hyped up more so the players go. Because you stop and think about it, they know they're not going to be around anybody they know. They know they don't know the field. They know the opposing team has the advantage. Why continue? See, I still have a little issue with, like, they don't know the field. Of course they know the field. It's identical to the same one at home. Like, what's what's the difference? Like, there's you said, like, there's a divot in the whatever. But it's like, really? That just sounds like poor design. Like, fix it. That's a problem. <laughs> the point is that it's identical. Yeah, but not all are. It's, I'll call it human nature. We can't do anything. <laughs> we can't make anything perfect. Maybe, like, I'm just a physicist here. Like, oh, this electron is, like, perfectly this exact same as this other electron. And you're over here, like, everything is beautiful. Having, like, two donuts and one's, like, a, a sprinkle one and one is, like, a chocolate frizz. Like, whatever. Like, uh, everything <laughs> is, is amazing. Okay, well. Here, I thought you. These aren't here, the exact I just, same, so. 
sure I thought you were going to say one's like a donut hole and one's like a long john. And I'm going, these are both great because I absolutely <laughs> would say that. That might be a better comparison than <laughs> electrons to donuts. Like, <laughs> well, I guess there's the donut holes, which are good on their own. If you just want a bite-sized snack to continue on, and there's a long john filled with custard, if you aren't counting your calories. We're going to food. We've been doing this too long. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Rick. It's been a pleasure having you again. Thank you for answering my sporty questions all of the time. <laughs> you want to close us out? Sure. It's been a pleasure being on your show again. Thank you again. It's three, two, one. And let me find a golf club.